0: Hello, everybody. Welcome. I'm Steve Wolvenaus. This is Anatomy of Success. This week, nine ways we can learn to be less judgmental and more satisfied. Glad you joined us. Let's get started. Again, this is Anatomy of Success, and I'm your host, Steve Wollenhaus. Welcome. Joining us for the first time. Glad you found us. Tell some friends. Come back again next week. We talk about my four tenets of equanimity here. Better health, healthy relationships, healthy, intimate relationships, and more satisfying work, and everything under the sun that pertains to those four categories. Actionable steps every week we can apply in our efforts to get better each and every week. Subscribe to the podcast. We always appreciate it ratings and reviews head over to weatherology.com my company page grab the weatherology mobile app it's free international weather conditions and then find me under about us at the top of that page links to linkedin facebook instagram now tiktok as well as youtube You know, each of us has been guilty, I'm sure, of passing judgment on somebody else. I've done it. You've probably done it, if you're honest. People that claim they don't, probably not being very candid. It's human nature and often the product of a person with a predilection toward perfectionism. Strong correlation there. It's our self-critic that inspires that type of unpleasant human attribute. Because many of us are hard on ourselves. We prefer to focus on condemning other people somebody else. It takes the emphasis off examining our own fallibility and puts the focus on somebody else's shortcomings and deficiencies. In the process of making social comparisons, we indulge in the opportunity to make moral judgment about other people to elevate our own virtuosity. Does that sound familiar? Virtue signaling. That's where it all starts. These people believe they're perfect, so they judge other people incredibly harshly. And it's very prevalent in our world today. There's plenty of people articulating their outrage to be seen simply as complicit in social ideas and movements that have gained popularity. Its judgment at its finest and it fails to appreciate our righteous indignation is often inspired by banality of evil. It's what causes ordinary people to follow orders they would normally resist if they exercised critical thinking, common sense, a little wisdom. When evil is framed in the context that embraces judgment as a tool, it's super easy to meander down the path of undesirable behavior. So how do we ensure we don't get trapped in the temptation of being overly judgmental? Michael J. Fox said this, the least amount of judgment we can do, the better we are off. So here are nine ways we can learn to be less judgmental and a bit more satisfied in life. recognize imagine walking through the woods and seeing a cat it looks adorable you approach the cat but it tries to bite you you suddenly turn angry and instantly change your opinion of the tiny little kitty until the wind picks up and you notice the cat is caught in a trap We often don't see other people's reality and make instant judgments based on limited facts. Recognizing that is the first step toward making improvement in our propensity to be judgmental. Self-awareness. By recognizing we don't have all the information oftentimes required to make an assessment about someone else's reality. We suddenly resist forming premature judgments. We wait before responding with an angry email. We avoid stalking people on social media so we can evaluate our own self-confidence or elevate our own self-confidence in the process by demeaning other people, by comparing ourselves. We learn to appreciate, like that cat in the woods we talk about behavior often has its origin in something we don't completely understand and a lot of times it's ugly harsh cruel and very very sad Next, it isn't personal. When we argue or take offense to what somebody else says on social media, for instance, we often take it personally. We assume it's all about us. It isn't. That's our ego demanding. That's the response. We never truly understand what someone is struggling with or dealing with, but we should appreciate they are likely confronting many battles, which is what inspires and provokes this vitriol of hatred they spew. We become less judgmental in the process when we learn not to take everything so personally. See the good. Human beings, we have a negativity bias, and it's very difficult to fight that natural tendency, but very liberating when we can. If we can focus on seeing the good in somebody else, we remove the need to focus on all the flaws, which leads to this negative thinking, which can spiral out of control. Walt Whitman said this, be curious, not judgmental. We are all human. When we scan our social media feed and immediately look for something to criticize, remember, we're all human. And that's a really futile exercise in self-improvement. We all desire recognition and we long to be appreciated. Those are human propensities. We have struggles, families suffer from pain, heartache. In addition, we all make mistakes. It really helps to stop, pause, and appreciate we are all more alike than different and try to give people a little grace, including ourselves. Next, not my path. You know, we all have a different journey in life. By appreciating that fact, We obviate the need to validate our own decisions by castigating somebody for embracing a different set of belief systems. Just because somebody has chosen a different direction doesn't mean they're lost or they're a loser or they're stupid. I mean, you see the anger being spewed at people that disagree politically today. It's really unhealthy and it's exhausting. You're not changing these people's perspective. You're not changing their mind as much as we want to believe we can. There's a way to poignantly elevate Eloquently argue our belief system without offending somebody else and appreciating they're on a different journey. So am I and that's okay. Self-appraisal. Now, this is tough, but when we judge, we can often recall a situation where we were guilty of the exact same behavior we're accusing this other person of conducting. That person that cuts us off on the interstate and we scream and yell—have we ever done that? Even if it's inadvertent, we yell, we get irate. However, most of us have been guilty of committing the same offense. Got to take a deep breath, let it go, and resist assuming it was something personal. I witnessed this last summer. Two people going down the interstate, 65, 70 miles an hour. One guy inadvertently, because I saw it, kind of cut the other person off. This guy got so mad, tried to run him off the road, actually bumped his vehicle into this other guy's car. Somebody could have got killed over a tiny misunderstanding. Just not worth it. Common courtesy. One thing that I've learned to genuinely appreciate in 2022 when all this craziness started is that most people are doing the very best they can under the circumstances. It's not easy to finesse through challenging times and it's super easy to jump to conclusions or take things personally. However, when we focus on extending people common courtesy, we choose to see the good and give people the benefit of the doubt by assuming they're not malicious. They're probably just doing the best they can with what they got. And that takes the emphasis off us and encourages us in a more positive way of thinking. Now, granted, there's exceptions. There's nasty, vicious, criminal activity out there. Tough to be courteous. I'm sorry. But average people that are doing the best they can, oftentimes we exacerbate their efforts to do the best they can and choose to criticize and condemn instead. And finally, concentrate on us. When we focus on our own personal improvement and self-discovery, we spend less time worrying about what everybody else is doing. It's not only healthy, but it's absolutely imperative, folks, for letting go of judgment. By trolling people on social media, criticizing everybody else, we spend less time committed to our own self-improvement journey. We judge others harshly because we are wrestling with our own deficiencies. That's why we do it. Super easy to judge the mistakes of other people without focusing on our own mistakes and attempting to make improvements where necessary. Hope you've benefited from this conversation today. Nine things we can do to improve our proclivity to judge other people and give these things a try. Let's get together next week until then. I'm Steve Wollenhouse. This is Anatomy of Success. Let's stay focused. Let's stay positive. Let's stay optimistic.